my sister had a son. Really? Yeah, which was supposed to be my name. <laughs> he stole it from you? No, it's not his <laughs> fault. But my my sister wanted my parents to name me Christopher. Uh, so she must be a good bit older than you. Five years. Five years, yeah. yeah. So um, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say we kick in this thing? Let's do it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. Today I have a wonderful guest with me, Mr. Jeffrey Vernon. Hello. Hi. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. It's great to see you here. I'm glad we could make this work. I know. I, I'm very glad as well. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this is one I was, I've been ready for. I've been like, oh, this 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 is my dude. We can talk for sure. We can okay. make something happen. Okay. Got the ring from the mom. Sometimes I feel like the cool guy in the room. Sometimes I feel like I'm the most boring person who ever lived. <laughs> I think you're a pretty cool guy. Pretty well, solid guy in the room. I wasn't trying to fish for that. Uh, well, Just you saying, got it. You if, got it. If this ends up being a very boring conversation, like I apologize. There's no chance of that. We got this, fam. Don't worry. Okay. So let's fire into it. Jeffrey, let's see. You are half artist, half producer. Is that true? Which do, which do you lean towards? It's a little uh, bit of both, right? <clears throat> person um <laughs> woman camera tv no i'm just kidding yeah. um i i guess an artist first uh-huh producer by trade kind of sort of out of necessity yeah. sort of by happenstance yeah but you enjoy to, it yeah i yeah. love it yeah. i um i'm allowed to swear in this program oh fuck right? yeah go ahead send it i fell ass backwards into it it was it was always out of necessity so like Growing up, I had all the instruments uh-huh. at my house, yeah, but didn't always have people to play them. Absolutely, I know and, that feeling. And so, like, in order to play along with myself, I had to like record it. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like anybody who gets playing, you know, eventually they're like, I kind of need to record myself. You kind of like teach yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to cross the bridge one way or another, and so uh-huh. um, that it it was more just like, oh, I can learn this learn this like it was like it was like a curtain that i could pull back uh-huh. it wasn't wasn't like oh man i want to be the producer <laughs> like i want to tell people how to do stuff it Fucking just like, move the mic <laughs> yeah like the, yeah but, but it is fun to nerd yeah. out a little bit oh yeah it's a big curtain to pull back you know what i mean there's a lot to it it's a never-ending rabbit hole. Oh, for sure. I, I can't see you, like, ever not being learning something in it. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, every time you record. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, you're always growing. You're always getting better. So how did you get your start? I mean, okay, that's how you started producing. But how did you start, like, taking it to the next level, producing other people? What did you kind of do? Um, I started with an internship, you know, uh, UGA Embus. Uh-huh. Uh Chase Park, David oh, Barbie. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh yeah. Amazing. How was that? Amazing places to start. I yeah. mean, I was just like I was just blown away. I feel like I feel like most people when you walk into a recording studio mm-hmm. for the first time, either as an artist or in what other, whatever capacity, yeah. Uh you walk into a studio, it just kind of um it blows you away for sure because you're like, whoa, this is like what it really is. Yeah, um, it's intimidating a little bit. Yeah, at first at least. Yeah, especially yeah. when you first like start recording and, oh, yeah. and there's all the knobs and faders and things. You're <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> um, but then watching David work uh, with the truckers and like uh-huh. watching other engineers do stuff there it was like really um, inspiring. I imagine so. You saw him record the truckers. Yeah, a bunch I bet of times. That was cool. I yeah, was I mean, cool. like, stood in the corner, went and Still got up. the grit for them. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Any, I didn't 
contribute anything. Still, I mean, that's still just quite something to see. You know what I mean? It can be pivotal. Yeah, definitely, definitely, uh-huh. definitely. And and I learned pretty early on that it was like a lot of people could learn to twist knobs mm-hmm. and like put the mics in the right spot. But yeah. what I learned big time from David was just yeah. like this is a service. For and sure. it's a communication of ideas, oh, yeah. not yeah. only from him to the band, but the band members to each other mm-hmm. to get the best product. So that's kind of, I used to think of it as like, like you said, like just somebody who like sets everything up and press record. But now I realize that like, especially when you're making a whole record, it's like the producer kind of arranges and like pushes you to write better songs and shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's a two-dimensional job in a way. Sure. I mean, it's, um, I feel like, the amount of input you give any artist mm-hmm. can totally vary. Yeah, sure. Because sometimes you'll get hired as an audio engineer and you just like set it up and let them do their let thing. Do and yeah. they come in there like, I'm happy. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. You move on. And then there's other times where it's like a certain part will stick out to my ear or like yeah. there's an idea that I think is worth sharing yeah. and I'll share it. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Well, that seems, I mean, that seems like, it's, there's a difference between like being hired to record a single and an album. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you're definitely almost like a the extra member of the band when you're doing a whole record. Like you're kind of pushing them to do stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Which is cool. I think some of my favorite records are made like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Producer definitely plays a big part sometimes. I yeah, I definitely think it can. I mean, uh-huh. I I am very hands off. I don't think anybody's ever hired me just to be like, "Hey, Jeff, like, why don't I want you to tell me how to play this?" Yeah. But they know that, like, you know what you're doing. Well, one that, but two that, just like they that they can be themselves. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's definitely big for me. Yeah. Right, and so it's like um, whatever guidance I do have is not coming from some weird place. Of yeah. Like, no, it has to be this way. There's no, there's no rid- like rigid ideas. Yeah. You know Cause like I mean? the first couple times I went in the studio, like it was like with producers, like they just gave me a producer. I was like, I have no idea who this fucking guy is. It's like really nervous. Like he's like judging everything you do. You know what I mean? You're like wondering if you're doing shit wrong. But, like you go in with your friend. That's way better. It's fucking more fun. You know what I mean? It's more fun. It's a yeah. better experience. Does the end result come out better always? I don't know. <laughs> it's very possible. Is better even a thing? There's an energy in the air, though. You know what I mean? There's a friendship kind of thing. Not to get too weird or too No, deep, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's comfort. If the yeah, band is comfort. comfortable, that is yeah. like the most important For sure. thing. Yeah. What are some of your favorite projects you've worked on? Um, Travel Therapy. Single, Aspen? yeah, Aspen yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, she's cool, she's very cool. Um, Great little, she's got like a folk thing going on, kind of. Is that just me or like a modern pop folk thing? I don't know how to describe it. How would you describe it? Um, I'd call her like amongst all of the many things that she is, and uh, I try to very carefully not to define people. Is uh, I, I get lots of RB kind of energy, uh, really? Her. That's cool, though. at least with some of her songs, but uh-huh. um, great she's singer. A, yeah, great, great singer, singer, really great guitar player, really? Um, and I just really enjoy a lot of the stuff she writes. But the minute that I heard Travel Therapy, I was like, God, that is a great song. <laughs> it really is. And she will attest to this if you ever see her. Um, I just like, every time I would see her for like a year, yeah. I would be like, can I please record that song? <laughs> like, it's Persistence. A, it's a great song, uh-huh. and I want to do Deep it. Yeah. And um, for the skill set that I was at at the time and the – tools I had in my arsenal, I think I did it the yeah. best of jobs I possibly could. Did it justice? It. Yeah, that's cool. She's such a nice person, too. I, I like her a lot. She's cool. And, yeah. Uh, that's cool, though. What are some other things you've worked on that you're proud of? Um, Everything? 
Well, some stuff more than others. Yeah. Usually, and you're asking me about wearing the hat as like being on the other side of the glass, being the producer. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, get to your music in a minute. Oh God, um, <laughs> it'll be fun. I'm just kidding. Um, Middle by AFTM. Great song. Yeah, that for is, sure. That's probably the longest we've ever worked on like one song. How long you? How long are we talking? Like. <laughs> 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 my part in that was like i don't know three days yeah. like full days Whew. um of tracking and okay. uh idea sharing and, yeah. and all of that but so you were a big part in that one like arrangement or like like how you're recording it you know what i mean or mic placement wise those yeah. guys are very they more and more from starting because mm. i've recorded from blurry eyes yeah. up to middle I love blurry eyes. literally everything other than the album uh -huh. um wow well, they did with me at 1093 and yeah. more and more when they would come in they're not only better they're yeah. more ready and had a better idea of what they were there to do it's just growth as an artist that's cool you know yeah, I mean? yeah exactly and so like anything if anything it's just like guardrail type stuff yeah just keeping them in between the lines and shit N not even that <laughs> it's just like it's just like hey think what do you think about this and they're like oh yeah great stuff that in my opinion and maybe this isn't maybe this is me not giving myself as a producer yeah. enough credit but in my opinion anybody that was sitting in that chair uh -huh. hearing it all come at you it would be easy to to tell what's sticking out but gotcha. maybe not. Maybe not everybody could. Yeah, I guess that's subjective. That's a great song in the middle. Um, feels really. Uh, is it is it tracked together as a band? It's got to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, well, that's the thing about about my style uh -huh. of recording. If uh -huh. somebody wants to like hit me up, I'll usually. Uh -huh. I don't say yes to everything. <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> at this point, yeah. which probably well, that's I a good should. place to be though. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but. It, um <laughs> just because it's not a good mesh i i just like working with with like the band yeah. i like playing the band a lot more than i like programming games. gotcha like to a click and like play guitar first and drums and blah 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 blah. is that what you mean yeah i like yeah. experimenting with sounds but what's much more important to me is the human element in for performing sure. it yeah. and it's like there's a push and pull you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i'm much more of a like let's catch lightning in a bottle type, <laughs> yeah yeah type i feel that approach. that's cool that's really awesome i, I respect that and it's I've... i think it's more honest to how records used to be made uh, like on for tape. sure for sure like that was your only choice pretty much you know what i mean yeah just yeah. just go insane until there's, you get there's it right. definitely a feel that you just can't recreate like that you know what i mean i mean you can bring the energies up and down to something with a click that's tracked separately but there's definitely a feel to a band you know being a band mm -hmm. which is cool i feel kind of that's one of the things about all my music is that i'm kind of regretful towards that i haven't really had the band right yet to do that enough you know what i mean i've tracked a lot of stuff separately and i love those songs and i love how i made them but like i want to do it more you know what i mean still trying to get there with the band you know what i mean like everybody recording at once pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and there's nothing against a click click track I yeah mean, if, if drummers their want place. them and need them then that's great but i me personally unless i'm performing drums in the studio i won't want it in my ears yeah. at all because i'd rather play to the person next to me it's true i feel that man it's definitely an energy thing which is cool so you guys did all those tracks they do everything live right Everything you guys did in the studio is live, right? Um, I mean, with for the, the most part, yeah, you got to do the yeah. overdubs. Like, and nobody's perfect, so you're gonna like 
punch in a bass thing, yeah. punch in a guitar thing, and then like do vocals. Yeah. Sometimes I'll keep scratch vocals. But, really. Um, the other things I'm proud of, um, Underground Springhouse, their oh, yeah. their early EP. Which was is it Tom Foolery that you did? Is that the name of it? Uh, wasn't Tom Foolery, I don't think, but um, Float the Time Away was on oh, that's it. That's a great song. I don't remember exactly how they came out, and I don't remember a whole lot of that session because I was like, I was like, I had like some kind of like cold or flu or something. <laughs> so I was like, take, I was like, literally, bro, I was like, just hanging in there. I was drunk off of Dayquil. <laughs> like, I drank like half a bottle of Dayquil and like a bunch of coffee. It's good so for the like, immune system. Yeah. <laughs> something to my liver as well but um day I, I was basically in a daze for that whole session but that's it awesome, came out i mean that's that's a good song but the time away is awesome it's got a real like it sounds like the title it's real like well they're great and they're that's what i'm in the middle of right now where uh, we've done four full days in the uh, studio working on their how many songs are we looking at uh nine Ooh, album whole new album yeah Damn. that they're doing with me at 1093 that's fucking exciting man that's a big project it's huge it's actually the first album that a band has ever come to me to do uh-huh. the whole album dude that's fucking sweet and how many people's in the band now it's gotta be six, six? oh shit i thought max it was mitch that. jacob chuck and ford and of course the mastermind <laughs> benji holmes for sure yeah um what is what is max doing uh max motley plays keys there was already another keys player though uh or is he a temporary i think will ruff was playing keys for them like in a sort of satellite capacity Mm -hmm. but i think he's there first that's the official lineup (laughs) yeah max is a cool guy yeah max and mitch i like both of them a lot all of those guys the only reason i would go into the studio right now under these fucking (laughs) conditions um is if i really cared about the band and I, i thought the songs were good which this project absolutely is (laughs) is it yeah it's just been a pleasure because the music's great the process is great and Uh just being around underground is just like they're tracking everything together of course right yes pretty much yeah yes anything we should expect anything any secrets you can give us not really i'm not sure i should but um definitely be on the lookout because be excited i don't know when it's coming out um because we're not even done with it but uh the songs are amazing yeah Great like, to hear that, dude. They're so talented, dude. Yeah, hip, that hip, show at the Georgia Theater was legendary. That was so much fun with the beach yeah. balls and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that whole lineup, the um, it was Big Chungus, Big Chungus, Family dumb. Recipe at uh, Underground Spring House that night. That was a crazy night. That was like one of the best shows I've ever seen at the theater, personally. That was a fun one. Yeah, for sure. Um, all the yeah, I recorded all the bands from that night, and they all ended <laughs> up like. What I did for Family Recipe ended up on their album. Uh, Chungus's was... stuff they put on somewhere, and then yeah. Underground released a bunch of the cuts from That's that. All... Yeah, the selections from the Georgia Theater. That was cool. That was a fun project. Yeah, you mix all that. Yeah, that's great stuff, dude. That was just a cool night, and um, I liked the Family Recipe one too. That was my favorite one on their album. Was the live one? Yeah. yeah, they crushed that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, very cool. So Springhouse, dude, they're gonna be fucking huge though pretty soon, aren't they? Well, I mean, pretty much I, now, but I think so. I think they're yeah. one of. I think they're like on the rise as far as like the Athens scene, yeah. a, a bunch like a lot more than other bands, of course. I mean, but I mean, I feel like they're going to be playing like 420 Sweetwater Fest in like a year or two. You know, what I mean, whenever it comes back, of course. Yeah, whenever the Nightmare Hellscape is over. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be playing huge festivals. They're legitimate. I think they're great. They're yeah. awesome. I feel like them and AFTM are the two top tier bands in town. 
And you, you found a way to record both of them. What the fuck? I was just right place at the right time. <laughs> no, honestly. Um, uh, I don't know that they're like, I think that they've done a great job, both of those two bands, at mm-hmm. finding an audience. Yeah, you think so? It doesn't necessarily mean they're the best or they're like, you know, most yeah. talented or any of those things, but they've definitely done well and been well Following. received. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I feel like AFTM, isn't that a mainly like fraternity crowd? Is that right? Aren't they? Didn't they play a lot of fraternities to start out with and kind of built their following that way? Or is that just a hot take that's not true? Pretty sure it is. Yeah? Sweet. Well, anyways, moving on. But, uh, yeah. Sorry, that's not a very insightful answer. <laughs> Pretty sure. Maybe. Yeah, they were all in, in fraternities yeah. at one point or another yeah. and in different ones and then using that sort of spider web they like. Yeah? Yeah. Anything notable about the Blurry Eyes recording? I think that's their first song. It's probably my favorite, honestly. Um, Just... I think it's the first time I ever recorded anything for what? anybody. Really? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, it was because no because Kelly and Cam and I, mm-hmm. Kelly the guitar player, mm-hmm. uh, Cam the drummer, um, Kelly Cam and I were already in a band. The the property of Bolton. Property Bolton. Yeah, I've heard about this. Uh huh. A uh, sort of cult following yeah, yeah. there, but um, yeah. So like, so after that, Kelly was like, "Hey, we need somebody to record us." Mm-hmm. Uh, AFTM, and then yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do sure. it. Let's, let's run it. it. Yeah, yeah. And you interned at 1093 too? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that, that is the right place, right time. That's perfect. That's a great song, right? It really is. It's really catchy. Yeah, great. I mean, everything it sounds like it should be just live. Yeah, super raw. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, and it's funny looking at it now because it's like, would you have done anything the same? No, <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the time it was right, man. At the time it was right, yeah, like. That's my favorite thing about putting out music. Like, I look back at some things, I'm like, yeah, I could have done that better. But, like, at that time, it was like, that was it. Like, that was all I knew how to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you so. do it as most you can with what you got at the moment. For sure, man, yeah. So, tell me a little bit about your music. What you got going on? I, I like Mr. Tom. That's a great song. That's a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I know Tom, I guess. But I like the part when you said, uh, it was towards the end, you said, oh, shit, if I want to pass this class, <laughs> I better not call him this or something like that. Yeah, I, um... I so when I came to UGA cuz I came to Athens specifically to go to UGA to mm-hmm. do the music business program. Yeah. And so when I got into Tom's production class, that was yeah. the first class I wanted to take and um mm-hmm. and I had worked for like 4 years to to like get the credits I needed to transfer yeah. from UNG. Okay, I did the same thing. Go Nighthawks. Woohoo. Um <laughs> but when I got in there, everybody else was kind of like maybe there's not yeah, I'm kind of interested in music. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, like, what the Tom, Mr. Tom? And he's like, no, like, I don't know who you are, but your energy and like, no, this is not going to work. vibe was wrong. Yeah, exactly. And, and was that like, was day one? Pretty much. Right off the bat, he was like, so who knows anything about anything? And I'm like, I don't, but I'm here to learn, man. And he's like, um, we are not going to get along. And so I think oh, I, I, at one point or another, I called him Mr. Tom and he was like, Dude, don't call me Mr. Tom. <laughs> Super serious? Yeah, like he he hated it. Like he yeah. still hates it because like kids will call him Mr. Yeah. Tom. It's just kind just of a weird thing. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. anyway, so naturally I had to go and write a theme song. Of course. For yes. him. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. And uh that was my final project for the class. And literally when I presented it, the entire class was like silent and he just like looked at me and he's like, I don't have any I don't know what to say about that. And I was like, <laughs> me either. What? Yeah, it was, there was, was no of... loud applause from the crowd. Anything? No, 
Damn, man, that's a tough crowd. No, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of like, what the fuck? They're like, I can't believe this fucking guy wrote this a song a about a recurring his recurring theme here. Yeah, it seems and like And then it. everybody was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this Jeffrey guy Yeah, doing? exactly. <laughs> but I think it was hilarious. I liked, uh, let's see, I was listening to it last week. There's some background vocals on like verse three, and I'm getting super specific. But they were crisp. I heard them. It was like a little higher or something. I don't know what, if you remember what you did. Super sneaky. But I was like, oh, that's a nice little touch there. Yeah. And it I, tells a story. It's a good song. It is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's very funny. Just knowing Tom, I think. Right. It's yeah. one. Of, it's just like, it's a little M. Buzz cult anthem. Yeah, it's nice. Like, if you nice. know, you know. If you don't know, then yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's Not okay. For you. I also liked the Nashville's calling. I like that one. That one was a nice, like, slow build into the drums after the first chorus. I think I've uh. never performed that song any other time than that recording. Oh, really? I um, was visiting a friend in LA, yeah. and he had a studio in his house. And fancy, I, fancy. Yeah, I had went to recording school with him, and he was like, "Well, like, let's play something." And then, um, uh, I just played it. Yeah. And I first I played the guitar and then I doubled the guitar and you can mm-hmm. hear how the guitars are just like off. Like if you listen <laughs> the guitars are just like wrong. <laughs> and then um I put on I think it was drums next or bass yeah. next. I think I I David Barbie once told me that Paul McCartney puts the bass on last for the mm-hmm. Beatles and so I tried to adopt that mentality. Yeah, that's solid. So anyways, I've literally that recording, I only performed each instrument one time. Mm-hmm. It's all me, and it's like full of mistakes. It was just no, me figuring no out my way through it. And then my friend just like bounced it, yeah, but he bounced it at the wrong um, sample rate. Okay. And so it's actually when I play it, it's much faster and higher. <laughs> but the way he bounced it, like slowed it down and like pitched my voice down <laughs> slowed the drums it was all yeah. yeah and it was a total accident yeah and sounds um, good though i didn't notice yeah i thought it sounded good so i was like yeah, okay it's kind, of, it's kind of a haunting vocal a little bit a thank little, you a little dissonance to it you know what i mean yeah yeah that's what it was designed as and i can show you um if you're interested another time like what it actually wh- yeah. what it sounded like when i the wrote OG? it because yeah. it sounds really different but i thought it was cool and so i was like okay i'm just gonna like let that recording be the recording. Yeah, that's cool, man. They must have bounced it at a way different sample rate if it slowed it down that much, right? It was like 48 to 41 or something. I don't know exactly <laughs> yeah. how it happened. Still, but, yeah. But yeah. I had heard something like the police. I know you like the police, I think, right? The, the band, of course. <laughs> <But> <laughs> wow. I guess I got to justify nowadays. But anyways. um. Yeah, you got to be specific. Now. You know the song, Do, 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 Da, Da, Da. Of uh, course. Apparently that one is the same. It's sped up though. Like they just took the tape and sped it up. You know, they used to do shit like that. Oh, interesting. So like if you try to play it the way that uh they play it, like it's like way the fuck out of tune. So it's like up ten or twenty BPM. Well, yeah, and and yeah. and I heard um, I heard your podcast with Josh too, and oh, yeah. it made me think of Van Halen records and like yeah. they just tuned. Like I don't know if you yeah. talked about that, but they're not in tune. They're not. Yeah, Eddie's B string is out of tune like all the time kind of weird yeah but i love that and yeah it's and great it's one of those things that drives some people that uh-huh. record with me like when i'm the artist yeah crazy because you just do your own tuning or like <laughs> sometimes i'm kind of like <laughs> i do it by ear because my yeah. intonation's off and sometimes i use guitars that could use a little more love uh-huh and so it's like i'm just like trying to survive just don't care though, right so yeah it sounds real though it's not, yeah, it sounds super like real. <laughs> super real. That's cool, though. Yeah, I love those Van Halen records. Have you ever noticed that, like, you know, there's only one, you know, it's just Eddie Van Halen, so they have his guitar, like, 
like the reverb throws to the right, and that's the only guitar on the right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm so not like sure. So like, if that you I'm... take your left out, all you can hear is the echo. Interesting. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a pretty common mm-hmm. um, technique as yeah. far as creating space. Yeah. Um, if you want to nerd out, each instrument in a perfect world would have its mm. own set of reverb, so you can. EQ and compress those verbs as you choose okay. yeah. and then pan them against where the um, instrument, the dry one is coming from. And so it's like you create these shapes. Interesting. So that's uh, what do they call that? Sound shaping? Is that what they call it? Guess you is that the technical term? I'm not sure. That's interesting. I haven't really dug into that. I've been trying to do the left and right reverb thing, but like just trying to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that's really interesting because those records sound fucking huge. It's just one guitar. You know what I mean? And nowadays, records have like 20 guitars, which is cool too. Or whatever. You know, I like overdubbing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just interesting that those sound so fucking big, yeah. And and it's hard to tell too sometimes because you don't know. I mean, if it's like a remastered weird version versus like the way it came out, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't really get the whole remaster thing. Like, is it just volume? Kind of, sort of? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes they'll remix, you know? Sometimes yeah. they'll like pan things certain ways and stuff. I mean, all the early Beatles records were like <laughs> mono. Yeah, like three tr- or what did four tracks? Is that what they do it on? Three track, I think, for a while. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I kind of like listening to the mono version sometimes. Do you? Yeah, I totally. To Stones mono. I think that's cool. I I try to check everything I do in mono. Yeah, I've heard that that you mix mix in mono or like you check it before. Yeah. Yeah, to, to like see where everything's sitting. Yeah, that's the truth. If it sounds yeah. good in mono, it's gonna sound really good in stereo. Interesting. Noted. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. I need to start doing that. Mm. Anyways, there was another. You dropped a lot of singles so far. You what? Three singles this year? Four? Uh. There's another one I'm missing. I can't think of the name. It's more rock. It's more upbeat. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's an angry one. It is angry. Yeah, angry boy. Then what happened? Uh, politics. Oh really? I got you fired things. up. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard not to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I try. I mean, like. I try to find some kind of positive outlet for like all of the outrage and yeah. like whatnot. So it's more or less just like injustice. Mm-hmm. People saying one thing, doing another. Yeah. Um, you wrote a song about it, tracked it. Yeah, I um, I feel like there's a debate around some people that is like you know I'll be like as far as writing goes. Yeah. It's like you'll be slaving over something for like months and months and months and then mm-hmm. finally finish it and then other people are like i write the whole song in like one go in one half an hour just sort of moment <laughs> yeah. and i'm that <laughs> i <laughs> that i one. i know yeah i yeah. will get an idea it'll hit me i'll have to stop everything else that i'm doing yeah. and then i'll pace around like a crazy person and then like swap <laughs> words in and out and it's like no this is the idea this is what i have to say this is where it is and then sometimes i'll go back and change it but not often yeah that's a good way to, dude i feel like they fucking come out of nowhere like all the good ones just fucking like show up you know what i mean bam you ever yeah, yeah if have you ever like um had like music like come to you in like in a dream or asleep? absolutely yeah it's happened it's so fucking weird like i've gotten up out of bed and wrote it down you know what i mean it's kind of crazy yeah or you like grab the voice memo and you're yeah. like and you're like listen back later you're it's like, like nothing but sometimes man. i've written songs like that man it's crazy when the vision is there it's, ah. it's sometimes it can be really uh, specific and distinct yeah. too and then you wake up and like in the course of five minutes it's, it's gone like, it's crazy i watched this podcast about like dreams and why we can't remember our dreams it was really interesting i need to send you the link if you're interested in that would love that yeah it's fucking like cr- he, he explained why you can't remember your dreams or some shit and like something about if you don't get enough sleep you'll start dreaming during the day and you won't even know it i was like damn that's crazy 
Yeah. But yeah, like I, I like I'll like if I work on a song on the all day or something, you know, or a couple hours, I'll go to sleep and I can fucking hear it sometimes. Or like I'm as I'm going to sleep, it's like playing over and over my head. I'm like, what the fuck do I do next? I don't know. I just obsess over it. Yeah. Fingers so, fingers. Do you do that? Um Kinda. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say fingers crossed is one that I'm definitely really proud of though. Yeah, because sounds great. Sonically, I was pushing like higher and higher, yeah. like layering in a bunch of harmonies. Where'd you record it at? One nine three? My house. It sounds really good. Yeah. It sounds wait, is that together as a band? It's just me on yeah. everything. There's a music video too. Really? I yeah. haven't seen it yet. I need to go check that out. That's because I don't promote myself. <laughs> yes, you do. Come on. Well, it's hard. Like, I got a lot of shit going on. Sometimes I'm like, man, I don't really want to post about my single fucking ten times this week. You know what I mean? Well, I don't make music because I want people to hear it. Okay. I make it because you want to hear it. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I make it because there's these like, like little demons inside yeah. of me and occasionally one will just like escape and i'm just like okay cool you can go you can go out into the world and if you you know fly away great yeah. people love it great if they don't like that's who cares also totally fine that's a good mindset man i mean you can't can't get hurt there that's nice well so you don't have any aspirations to like put a band can't, that's great jeffrey you can't you're not risking anything and you have no aspirations no. i love it i mean do you have any aspirations to like put put a band together and is play this real yes it is okay pull perfect. a pen no. <laughs> look at the bottom this is just in really yeah it's just oh, an empty no. grenade oh i see yeah, I, see. I got it when i was a kid so i figured it'd be a nice prop in here nice this oh, is in prop. case the podcast doesn't go well yeah just fucking get out of here like well that's all we have time for <laughs> You're absolutely right, my man. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I like how your your mind trails off. Mine does that too. Um, hopefully anybody who's enjoying this. Yeah. Are you still with us, people? Give them a wave. Is it live? Not live, but like when they watch it, it'll be live to them. I didn't realize there was a video component at all. You didn't notice the camera? Well, I did. I didn't know it was like <laughs> videotaping, but that's it's, fine. I'm not gonna lie, it's not super quality. Like I haven't figured out the lighting or anything, but like I just you might as well film it and put it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine yeah, with me. It's fun, yeah. It's good shit. You um, having a good time? Yeah. This you is bored? Great. No, not at all. I'm <laughs> trying to think of things to say. Yeah. No, that... there. Let me let me finish with all. Yeah. Please. Do you have any aspirations of putting a band together, Jeffrey Vernon solo act, playing Forty Watt Club, playing around Athens, or you're just gonna keep putting music out and if you play, you play. I've done athens yeah i know where every crack in the sidewalk is absolutely i know which preamps go where <laughs> in most of the studios i oh, know yeah. all of the bands uh -huh. i haven't conquered it in mm -hmm. any way it's not like i'm above it it's yeah. just in order to grow as a person i feel that i need to go somewhere else understandable it's, it's hard to change yeah it's, it's true that's true and so it's not so much that like I couldn't continue to exist here. Yeah. It's just, I know there's more in me mm -hmm. that I need, like... It's run its course. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I turned 25 yesterday. So it's, <laughs> it's, about, it's about time Happy I... Birthday. Yeah, I appreciate it. But uh, it's about time I go do something. Yeah, where are you thinking about going? I could see you living in L.A. You look like an L.A. guy to me. Wow. Very hip, very modern. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, don't know. Yeah. The the plan is to kind of disappear. Really? Just just gone. Start over. 
Yeah. Mysterious producer shows up in a mysterious town with a mysterious Jitter Joe's well, shirt. Everything up, up to this point in my life, man, has just been a sort of tumbleweed. I That's just awesome. like, I came to Athens as a part of a band. Yeah. Parents wanted me to go to college. So I did. <laughs> um, graduated. Congratulations. Thank you. Good shit, man. Um, are you still in or are you out? I got one more year. Nice. Yes, sir. Enjoy it. Yes, I will. I would take some time off right now if I were you. <laughs> I'm not ready to go. Like, I love Athens. I still haven't got to where I want to be yet. You, you know should I mean? wait. You should just yeah. take time off. I think so. Maybe and I will. Not that I'm trying to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but if it were me, me. I wouldn't pay for whatever this university is yeah, doing right it's now. It's kind of whack. We talked about this on the last podcast. I was like, really? No tuition refund at all? Like, Or no, like, no fee refund, like transportation fees and all that shit? I mean, I'm not complaining because I get financial aid, but like, you know what I mean? It just seems like there'd be a little get back. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I do. I <laughs> definitely do. It's just like the incentives are so clear, right? It's like we want the tuition money. We want the football money. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody phrased this like to me. If we make, okay, say we make. X amount of dollars off of tuition. Absolutely. And then we make X amount of dollars off of the SEC football. Absolutely. Are we a university that happens to have a football program? Or are we a football program that happens to teach classes? That's a hot take, man. Well, not only that, and I don't mean right. Well, and I don't even mean to be like casting judgment, but because like football is American. I played football, football, not in college, but it's like it's like it's an economics driven problem too especially with covid because if you tell if you told everybody back in may or june mm-hmm. like hey we're not going to have in person classes this fall we mm-hmm. don't want to infect our entire community makes sense and so yeah. we need to make the difficult but responsible decision to postpone in person classes if you mm-hmm. do that all of the apartment leases don't get bought oh yeah all all of the local businesses that were counting on that True. it's like it's That's a huge right. economic blow huge humongous and so you rather than because of the leadership not only at the national level or mm-hmm. lack thereof and at the state level yeah um we have adopted a culture that sort of skirts by the truth and sort of yeah. skirts by science and reality and For looks money well the thing was, and it's so short-sighted, right? Because it's like science and reason and facts uh-huh. are the vehicle to get us back to economic security. Uh-huh. They're not the obstacle. They're the way that we do it. <laughs> the obstacle, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get what you mean, it's yeah. Like, it's like how we could figure it out. Yeah, it's like once yeah. you understand the problem, mm-hmm. then you can start finding solutions for it. That makes complete sense. Right. But instead, we're just like, masks don't work, and they're not real, and it's a hoax, and <laughs> fake news. It was, it, dude, when it first started, I, I was questioned. I was like, is this real? You know what I mean? Like, for the first couple of weeks, I was like, what the fuck is going on? But then it obviously became pretty pretty notably <laughs> real and present. Yeah. But here's my thing I don't understand. You know, our, our cases, I guess UGA is number one cases in America or something. Have you heard that? Yes. Something top, top five, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, um, I don't understand how that happened when nobody has to go to class, right? All of my classes, you can go if you want to. You know how it happened, don't you? Uh, frat houses and going downtown, is that what you mean? Or Yes. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's crazy. I mean, I, I get it, I get eh. I understand it. I feel it. like it was unavoidable. Like, how could you get them to stop, you know what I mean? Right. Without hurting the businesses. Well, 
how are you going to tell 18 through 21 yeah. year olds not to be 18 through yes. 21 year olds, especially in a place like Athens where sure. those people stopped maturing however long ago. Yeah. And they came here to do that. And they came sorta. here specifically to uh -huh. do that. Yeah. It's notably that kind of place. Yeah. And whatever. And it's like, and again, I try not to be the person that's bringing negativity because it, to me, I want to practice what I preach, which is be kind. Be yeah. empathetic. Be compassionate. Be good the thing, the yeah. thing is, is it's frustrating as a musician in particular because mm -hmm. it's like, yo, if you guys could just think beyond yourself for a little while, for once, just think for, <laughs> for once, once, and then and then act on it, yeah. and just be like, okay, if I make decisions that will benefit my community, mm -hmm. then we can get back to having the things we all want. That's interesting. It's a hot take. I mean, it's it just seems like this is gonna take a long time now. Like it, it went from like just like a short couple month thing to like it's gonna, it's gonna midway be, through twenty one. It's gonna be years. Yeah. So I think um, one, if Joe Biden doesn't get elected, <laughs> society will continue to crumble. I think so. Uh, civil war. It's gonna be bad. Mm. I mean, it's possible, I suppose. It's I crazy. hope that I'm wrong, and I hope that we don't have to find out. Yeah. But literally, it is a waking nightmare. If you I could just, imagine the worst possible scenario, uh -huh. that's what we're living through. But, I mean, just in no, I guess elections in November, October? You don't know when the fucking election <laughs> it's, is? It's one of those two, right? Yeah. November. It's, well, well, actually, the, the way you phrase that with early voting to the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. It's November 3rd is election day, but okay. you could probably, I mean. So, I mean, but November 3rd, is this all going to be gone? You know what I mean? When Whoever gets elected? I mean, either way. No, it's not that. It's just going to be like varying, escalating yeah, like a, degree of civil unrest. A change. Yeah. Okay. I get what you mean. I'm just wondering, like, concerts, theater, are we ever going to be able to go in Georgia theater shoulder to shoulder again and, like, breathe all over each other you know what i mean or is it going to be like fucking like this forever it's definitely going to change some things not for at least another year because it. because yeah. the thing is is with vaccines it's like they're going to be to some varying degree effective right mm -hmm. and so like if if say the the vaccine that comes out you know bats of 500 50 effective. Yeah. okay that's great but then you've got um the person in the white house who has corrupted all of our institutions and so you have a large segment of the population that's not going to trust the vaccine Ooh, interesting and not want to get it yes i could see that so it's like that's already a problem plus dude it's like okay so the vaccine's 50 percent effective let's even call it 75 yeah uh, 75 percent effective that's a huge fucking win in vaccine <laughs> world <laughs> yeah that'd be fucking mega if everybody would just wear a mask mm -hmm. it's like 99 percent effective that's true. And that's why America is the only spot in the developed world that's like struggling as hard as we are, like five, ten, five to six times worse than any other country. Seems like it's gone everywhere else. I don't know if it's just because I'm not there or I don't know what the stats are. For it's the, not that it's gone. It's just it. like th I think other countries more so than us have a um, have a journalism and mm -hmm. like they have journalism. a shared what, what reality they have a shared reality because oh, our okay. country doesn't have a shared reality anymore definitely a little divided well not even in one way but in thousands of ways mm -hmm. due to just like social media yeah dude i'm kind of like i was thinking about it today i was like like i'm fucking addicted to my phone i don't know if you are but like i'm fucking ridiculously addicted to it well absolutely and it's 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 really getting on my nerves because like my i'll have headaches at night from looking at my screen and shit 
And I'm just like, just like tired of fucking being in there, man. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I just need to get away from my phone for a day or two. You know what I mean? Absolutely. What what I'm doing is, again, I try to be gentle on myself, is like mm-hmm. I try to be curious about yeah. what are the needs I'm trying to meet with social media. Absolutely. So yes. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. okay, so my life beforehand was dating girls, mm-hmm. going to concerts, yes. working studio sessions, mm-hmm. going to classes, traveling, yeah. hugging people, shaking hands, <laughs> meeting, meeting new people yeah. all of the time. Uh-huh. I am naturally like a socially driven creature. Mm-hmm, me and too. all of that is gone. <laughs> it's just like, just like that. And that's the thing. That's why some people were like, you know, this thing, it's not that bad, yada, uh-huh. yada. But like, my sister just had an infant child. My I have family members with health risks, and then my whole career immediately was gone. I mean, Kelly and I living together, they were on tour, and I had yeah. like three production projects, and I had a Georgia theater show main stage mm-hmm. lined up, and just really day one, as soon as the thing came down the pipe, it was like full stop. That's a tough break. And so when people didn't get it, it was like just hasn't hit you yet. It's just, it's crazy, man, dude. I'm, I'm worried about the concerts, dude. Like, they're rescheduling festivals for, like, mid, like, June 2021. Like, is it, are we going to be fucking ready? You know what I mean? Like, is no. it going to be going? It's I just, not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can shit ever go back to, like, you know how concerts were? You're fucking shoulder to shoulder. You can feel, you can smell people. You Stage breathe. dive. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, um, I just, I'm ready for that to come back. But, like, it doesn't seem like it's going too soon. It's a daunting, it's a daunting reality, right? Because so much of that is core to... A sense of identity yeah so it's like you know what i mean I yeah mean, yeah was, and so it's like performing and, and that connection and all of those your things thing, you yeah know what I mean? yeah um it's like all i did was and, go to shows and play shows like that's and, what i wanted to do and so now the algorithms you know uh-huh. mark zuckerberg and everything is <laughs> stepping in to sort of catch that and i yeah. am saying no <laughs> i'm saying like as if this is a very recent thing for me but it's like if if it gets to the point where i start creating based on how many seconds somebody's attention span is or how long is this video or how do people consume music if those are the things driving how i make music yeah how do i feel about that that is kind of i think about that too man that's crazy what do you you call that um a platform that has no restrictions on it you know what i mean do you know what's the word i'm looking for uh censorship censorship's the word i'm looking for okay like i guess maybe that's not the right word but like i was thinking about it like in the music standpoint I was like, fuck, dude, people like short songs now. Should I start writing short songs on purpose to, like, cater to that? Or should I make my fucking five-and-a-half-minute song and not give a shit? I think you know by now what <laughs> answer you're going to get from me. <laughs> yes, I um, mean, and, and that's tough. the thing. And everybody has their own reality. And yeah. I don't think largely that that's necessarily a negative thing. I mean, when it comes to, like, you know, facts, we need facts yeah. again. So, like, a president who doesn't literally lie every single day to the American uh-huh. people that when that goes away, <laughs> that'll be a good thing for society. Yes. Okay. And, and it's like, is that a controversial thing to say? Yes. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't come up with that. <laughs> you didn't make it up. No, but it's my reality yeah, based it's what you on. Believe. Yeah. Based uh, on dude, information. I feel like on politics lately, this is I don't I'm not a huge politics guy, but like I feel like everybody's so like super uh, strong sided on it now. Like if you don't like what I like, then fuck you. You know what I mean? Like why can't we just talk about things? It's you know hard I mean? when the stakes are so high. Yeah, I guess so. I could see that, I guess. I mean, it, it's hard for people. I'm not as far just as... Just in general. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to identify I see a lot more question. arguments on Facebook than I used to. That's what well, I mean. You know what I mean? About that is... And I, and I have been, re- up until very recently, a part of that problem because mm-hmm. 
I've I thought that screaming into the void of social media was like having some positive impact on the world. It's like if you would just if if the world could just see this one video highlighting this issue in this way, then maybe I could change one person's mind. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think social media is designed anything. I don't think it's designed to facilitate a healthy conversation. I could see that. Yeah, it's 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 like you can't hear a sarcasm, and you know what I mean. You can't like just feel somebody's vibe as in person. Is that what you mean, kind of? That and Am I get that right. And you lose your ability to empathize. You lose the idea yeah. that the person on the other side is a is like a human. Yes, and you say some shit that you would definitely not say in person, or some people do. You know what I mean? Like when you're in somebody's face, you know what I mean? Like you might not say something so vulgar or so well. Ridiculous. I I'm, when you go around, at least for me, being raised in the South, is like. Mm-hmm sirs and ma'ams yeah. thank you i have manners mm-hmm. and they were instilled in me and i think that's a good thing absolutely online there's no manners <laughs> and if you and if you could just get something as simple as manners yeah. on social media i think that would be like huge It'd be crazy man have you watched this new show i haven't watched it it's called um the social network have you seen it it's on netflix you mean the social dilemma uh, uh, yeah that's it you're right you're right social network is the zuckerberg thing have you watched it is it good Game really changer. interesting game changer really okay um give me give me a quick summary because i want to watch it i just haven't yet artificial intelligence increasing at an exponential rate interesting. into the zeros that are just like you don't even know like uh-huh. it's so insanely complex to the point where this polarization we've been talking about uh-huh. is is worldwide it's a global issue interesting and um it's uh it's a problem it's yeah. sort of like world ending type of problem Damn, that's crazy, man. I, I took a class and it was it said that AI like triples every six months or something. I was like, that is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> or AI's I don't know how to phrase it, but like the the intelligence of it triples every three months. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least I think I mean if yeah. 2020 is nothing else, it should be a nice little arithmetic lesson for people <laughs> as far as the nature of exponential numbers yeah. because because of the the virus transmission rates and stuff. Interesting. We have to watch that. Sounds good. Uh, the social dilemma movie. That's yeah. yeah it, you gotta watch the it. Social network. I'm not. Sh- I'm, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I'm not sure you're gonna enjoy it, but it's important that it's I. It's interesting. It. You gotta watch it. Yeah. I like. Uh, is it a documentary? I guess I like documentaries. I'm a documentary guy. Yeah. Are you? Do you like documentaries? I just kind of made one. Really? Yeah. About a song or about you or about? Well, it it ended up being this docu style um, virtual concert. Interesting. How so when this thing popped out, uh, this pandemic, yeah. I just saw people starting to go live from their bedrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Drove me fucking nuts. <laughs> you didn't I was like, like it? No, I hate it. I hate it so much. Why? Um, Why? Um, I haven't done it. I'm too nervous to do it. Um, Because production value is so low. Yeah, it is. It's, it's pretty bad. I like the intimacy of like having your dog walk by or something. Uh-huh. Like That's cool. But like... The same time, it's like buffering. You're staring yeah. into a red blinking it's light. It's kind of awkward sometimes. Um, it's just like so far removed from like what I hold as an ideal of music, mm-hmm. and it's like the, also the necessity of it. Like, hey guys, like if you can Venmo me like yeah, four dollars, like here's my rich. Venmo, and it's like if you can't, it's fine. But like I really need the money. And it's like I get the necessity of it, but at the same time, I feel like. Going that route is like a really easy way to devalue yourself as an artist. I see that? Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't done it. Like something about it. But I just haven't. But like, I like how you can like request a song and they'll play it or something. You know, or like you can be like, "Hey, what's up?" But like, is there any way to be like, "Oh, here's a tip jar" without sounding like really like 
Well, no, I, I don't knock the necessity of needing to survive as an artist out yeah. of it. And I don't even knock people that enjoy it. I, I'm not trying to like judge anybody else for yeah. what they feel like is right for There's them to do. There's nothing wrong with it. For me, it's just like, oh my God. I would tune in because I would see a friend doing it. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I want to support this person. And then I'd be in there for five seconds and I'd be like, I'm out. Like, I can't. <laughs> I see you leave. Like, yeah, it's like Jeff Burn and joined. And it's like, and he's out. And it's like. And it's not because I don't like their music. It's just yeah. because, like, oh, my God, this is such a hollow shell of what yeah. should be. I feel like there's got to be a way to increase the production quality of it. So this was my idea. Hit me with so it. So rather than doing it live, um, I wanted to tape it and then uh -huh. premiere it as a pay-per-view event. That's solid. Yeah. So, pay-per-view. Wait, how does that work? So what, what I, I put together a little production crew. Uh -huh. uh, I found a venue, and then I found mm -hmm. some artists. Venue? Which venue? In my hometown of Madison, there's an old historic theater called uh, the Cultural Center. Fancy. Very yeah. nice. It was the old um, schoolhouse yeah. in my town. That's cool, man. Um, venue was built in 1895. Ooh, jeez. 300-person auditorium. Nice. REM came and recorded there. So it's a good sound at hall. It's amazing. Yeah, the acoustics nice. are awesome. <laughs> but the doors were shut yeah. because you can't have concerts. And that so they're bleeding. Mm -hmm. artists have nowhere to play uh -huh. and then my production team myself included had you know skills from you know grady at uga mm -hmm. and like you know audio school yeah. kids and they just yeah. didn't have any jobs and so i negotiated out a contract with the venue and um got a five-person production team in recorded mm -hmm. seven artists eight if you include me Wow. Of all different genres. That's super cool, man. Yeah. Really? I'm and excited about that. Along with interviews done outside in a like ah, socially distanced setting. So like serious. Very nice. That's big big stuff, man. That's cool. Yeah, so like three high quality cameras, studio yeah. quality audio, and then hopefully wow. you can promote it like a concert and charge people like a concert because Damn. it's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, the quality's there though. That's gonna be cool. The intimacy and the quality. Yeah. And but it's docu style because it's everybody talking about how they're coping and managing with Okay, so it's, it's just one show, but it's is it episodes? Is that what you mean? Three episodes. Three episodes. Okay. It's okay. a three part virtual concert series. Dude, that's really cool. That's very outside of the box. I haven't heard anybody doing that. It's called opening night. <laughs> very nice. Um <laughs> who else playing? Anybody I know or can you tell? A lot of people you know. Um really? probably. If I mean it seems like you're pretty well connected yeah, in Athens. I think so. Um I'm the host, obviously. Yeah, that's very nice. So, I know that guy. He's cool. He's okay. He's a decent guy. He talks too much <laughs> politics. Um, uh, two country artists from, uh -huh. from Madison, Madisonians, yeah. uh, Campbell Harrison and Justin Huff. Justin Huff. I, those and are the two I would least expect you to know. I don't know them. Uh, the rest you'll probably know. So Common Currents. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harmonies for days. Super nice girls, too. They're amazing. Yeah, they're I awesome. Love them. Um, Underground Spring House. Of course. Of solid. course. The boys yeah. came down. It was awesome having a six-person rock band in that, in that venue because <laughs> it was bet. just like, uh, it was like pushed us <laughs> to the limits of like what my production rig that I built was like yeah. designed to do. Uh-huh. So it was just like everything was like working at like Dude, I bet that's epic. That's max sweet. capacity. It was fun. Yeah. Um then Annie Leith. Oh, yeah. And Andrew, yes, Andrew Blooms. Super nice guy. Great yes. producer. That's uh, awesome. And uh, then I had a string quartet. Uh, Will Ruff, Kevin Day, Jordy Lara, and then Annie. I've heard of Will. Yeah. That's sweet, dude. That's a hell of a lineup. It's going to be great. And yeah. the big thing that uh, now that it's done, we shot the whole thing, and I'm in post-production right now mixing it all. Mm -hmm. um, the songs. Are hidden? 
They're really good yeah. songs. And I'm excited. And to get hit with these songs at this moment, I think it's gonna yeah. have a really big impact. That's super exciting, dude. I haven't heard of anybody doing anything like that. It's very cool. I can't believe you rented out a an auditorium or pulled it off, you know what I mean? Contract. I don't know how you did it, but still. Uh it's crazy. Had an idea, found some investors, um, convinced the venue that I knew what I was doing, and uh-huh. then um, called some friends. Damn. And, yeah. Those big power moves from Jeffrey. Nice. Now it's like this whole planning of like a marketing campaign, which is yeah. new for me as a marketing major. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the whole thing that I was studying in First school. time for everything. Yeah, you know? and now it's like I'm hiring someone else to do it because I just don't fucking want to. That's hilarious. Um Oh, Shout out man. to Terry. Yeah, Terry. Woo. <laughs> Some things you just can't learn at school, man. Some things you just gotta do. I'm just uh I mm, mm. <laughs> um what? <laughs> I'm glitching out. That's gonna be a drop. I <laughs> just, <laughs> do, do. This week we have Jeffrey Vernon. <laughs> um I don't know. I'm just not as enthused about like being a marketer. Yeah, like I just want to make music. Yes. Man, I love posting on Instagram. I love making a video and fucking posting it. You know what I mean? That's cool. But, dude, I'm excited for you. That's cool, man. I didn't. I had no idea about this. Yeah, well, that's not good. That's part of why I'm here is Maybe. hopefully to plug that. I feel like, oh, that's great. Plug opening night. <laughs> yes, everybody check this out when it comes out, by the way. Yep. I think I saw on Andrew's story, he was in like a big-ass hall doing something with the piano. That was, that was it? That was me. Interesting. Interesting. Um, And then I tried to pick, Um, anyways, never mind. <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, women and people of color. Yeah, gotcha. That's why I didn't, diversity. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I just wanted to let that action speak for itself. I didn't yeah. want to like say that I'm doing that, but then yeah. I, I just said it. So. Well, dude, I'm excited to hear it. When is it coming out? Uh, November is the current scheduled air dates, but we got the Civil War time slot, so we we'll, <laughs> might push it back a bit. Hey, man, trust me. I hope I'm wrong. When you call me up and say, too. hey, Jeffrey, society's not falling apart. You were fucking wrong. Then I'll be you like, don't know shit. I'm very glad. <laughs> no. I'm glad to be wrong. I would never. Jeffrey Vernon, it's been a pleasure to have you. What do we say we wrap this thing up? Okay. You have a good time today? What do you think about the podcast experience? I always like to ask. Uh, it's great. I'm not sure that anybody's going to get anything out of what no. I said, but I definitely enjoyed coming and talking to you. They're going to get. They're going to learn some knowledge, man. If they listen to all 57 minutes of this, if you made it this far, by the way, thank you. We love you. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, they're going to enjoy it. Just have some faith, man. I got no faith. <laughs> Let's check out No Faith by Property of Bolton. Uh-oh, song plug. Nice. What's your Instagram handle? I always like to tag these. Jeff A. Vernon. Nice. He's not going to be on there, though, because we're putting down social media. That's right. I am at Jameson Tank 27 This has been the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. <laughs> Episode 10-ish, 11-ish, somewhere in there. Today's guest was Jeffrey Vernon. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Thank you for having me. Anytime, my friend. Bye.
You do what you want.